You're listening to the Next Generation Gym Owners People and Profits Podcast, where we focus on taking your passion and turning it into your profits. Join us for interviews with business experts, industry influencers, and more. Let's get to it. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Next Generation Cheer and Gymnastics Owners Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Cotton, and today we are having a really unique opportunity. We are sitting down with one of the moms from my program. I actually have the pleasure of coaching her daughter on my level four team that I've talked about on the podcast a number of times. Uh, So you guys are all tired of hearing about them. Um, And so I'm sitting down with Ashley and Ashley is a parent of a cheerleader. And she also, uh, I I believe kind of parents coaches and she, she or not. She coaches parents. I said that wrong. She doesn't parent the coaches. She coaches people on how to be better parents. And I believe it's conscious parenting. Um, But I'm going to let her introduce herself and explain kind of what she does. And then we're just going to dive into it. Well, thank you so much for having me. I was super honored and excited to come on here when you asked me um, for a couple of reasons. And I just want to first start by saying, you know, children thrive when they feel like they belong somewhere and they feel connected. And I feel like you and Tori at ODT have done a phenomenal job of creating an environment for these kids to feel like they belong. You know, one of your guys' things is family first. And that just creates such a sense of connection. So I want to honor you guys in creating that type of environment because for kids, that's huge. Um, I am a mom to a daughter who will be 13 in July and cheer is her life. I love it. I got to say it has been so fun for her and I to um, connect through cheer. We love traveling together. It's just created such amazing memories. Um, and a lot of opportunities to apply conscious parenting, um, which is, you touched on it, what I do. I am a conscious parent coach to mothers of teens. Um, Conscious parenting really applies to all ages. I just have specifically niched down to teens because the teen years can be such a time of so much change, so much adjustment, hormones, like all the emotions. And you as a coach of girls in the teen years, you've seen it all. <laughs> so you a little bit. Yeah. Um, so that is just where my heart is. Um, what is conscious parenting? So I love facts. So a lot of people think conscious parenting is just like kind of a free for all. Like the kids literally do what they want. There are no boundaries. And that is so far from the truth. Um, the word conscious, the definition of conscious actually means to just become aware of and respond to your environment, to just become aware. Um, And conscious parenting is really conscious living because we can take it into all aspects of our life and consciously be in relationships with our husband, with our friends, um, our kids, and coaches. This totally applies to coaches because at the end of the day, you are... Around, you you know you're developing developing these relationships with these athletes and so to really just be aware um, of the environment and the child in front of you um, is huge and being able to be the parent or in this case the coach that that child needs I think one of the things that I've experienced personally as a mom just from being in the gym um, kids, the athletes are all there for different reasons. 
Um, some athletes really want to be there because that is their passion and that is just like they live cheer. There's other athletes who are there because maybe their mom was like, this might be really good for you. You should try it or you got to do something and here's a great outlet, right? And so as a coach to be really aware of the environment and the child in front of you, like, why are they here? Is this something that they are passionate and they want to do? Or is this something that's just like an extracurricular really helps you create the environment for that particular athlete to thrive because you see what it is that they need and you can actually like provide them for it. Do they need to be pushed a little bit? Are they, you know, where they're at? Is that where they want to be? Um, And so really getting to know the athlete in front of you really creates an environment for the athlete to thrive. Yeah. I mean, and obviously, you know, I agree with that. And, uh, that's a lot of, uh, the model we try to follow. Um, so as you started your journey of conscious parenting, um, were there any, any things you found with becoming a conscious parent and then aligning that with, having kids in sports, especially a highly competitive, highly comparative sport like cheerleading, um, that oftentimes from a coach's perspective is something we struggle with where parents are living vicariously through their kids or parents are oftentimes putting a pressure on their kids that is creating problems. Did you, what was your journey like coming into this crazy sport and having the background that you have? Well, we'll start there. What was what was that journey like and what were any things you kind of learned in the process? So I think I'll start by saying how I kind of shifted into really changing myself and growing a lot and becoming more of a conscious parent is because I had an aha moment when my son was four. Um, and to save on time, I'll just say I'm a recovering perfectionist and I started to see my stuff being unconsciously projected onto my kids, which just like crushed their souls, right? And their demeanor and how they showed up and their confidence. And I knew, like I said, in that moment, um, one particular moment when I sent my son just like so sad, I was like, something has to change and I know it starts with me. Um, And that perfectionism often gets translated onto our kids, especially as they get highly competitive as athletes in these sports is we want our kids to, you know, accomplish a certain thing, be a certain way. And they really unconsciously expect this level of perfection and all too often we forget they're kids and they're human. And I think a lot of the conscious parenting in my journey and what I've, you know, through clients and stuff is for parents to really become aware and learn to separate their dreams from their child's dreams. Because a lot of these athletes, they might start because they love it, but the parents' expectations and, you know, expectation of perfection or their kids becoming something because of their own dreams can really, like, put out the fire. Because then the kids really feel like, who am I doing this for? (laughs) Am I doing it to please my mom? Or am I really, am I, I'm not even doing it because I love it anymore. I'm just doing it to like appease my parents. Um, And I think in my own personal journey and from being in the cheer environment, they see it so much. Like, you know, the girls, they, or athletes, they go onto the stage, they're super stoked. Maybe they don't have their best performance and they come off and 
you can see on some of the athletes' faces, like, they might be bummed because they didn't perform well, but it's almost more of like, oh, crap, well, how is mom going to handle it? Who am I going to hear it from? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that makes me sad because, like I said, it really it puts out the fire. And if we parents can really start to become aware of what our dreams for our kids are and learn that their dreams might be similar, but they might be different. And that our expectations um, need to be shed. That doesn't mean we can't encourage our kids to do their best or, you know, help guide our kids. If they had a bad time on the mat or they didn't perform well, instead of being like, you should have X, Y, and Z, or these are all the things you did wrong, meet them where they're at. How did that feel? And let them invalidate how they feel. Um, And once you validate how they feel, ask them, what do you think you would do different? And so the difference between, you know, consciously parenting or consciously coaching is instead of saying, like, you should have X, Y, and Z and placing judgment and shame and all these things, meet them where they're at, validate their feelings, and guide them through being curious and asking questions. Okay. So... You brought up a couple things there that I think are interesting to dive into. Yeah. Um, So number one, what, I I mean, I guess you did answer kind of what a a conscious parenting approach would be to a bad performance, Mm -hmm. but how does, how does a, how does someone trying to demonstrate conscious parenting, uh, navigate the challenges of progression and getting better, right? Like that's where we see a lot of, um, friction with parents is, uh, uh, you need to become a level three. You know, the amount of kids that have come to me over the years that are like, I have to quit my, you know, I love cheer, but my mom says I have to quit if I don't make level four next year, because it's not worth spending the money for me to be on level three again. And how do, how should a parent navigate a situation like that? And then secondary question, follow-up question after that will be how can we as gym owners and coaches help guide parents to water on that one without being, um, rude and insinuating, you know, saying, Hey, you're, you're a bad parent right now. Mm -hmm. Like you're being Mm -hmm. a bad parent. You're damaging your child. Um, how do, how do we navigate that? So what would you suggest to a parent who has a kid who's been stuck on a level for a little bit and, and doesn't seem as motivated to progress? And then we'll go, I guess, for the second part of it. Yeah. So I would say it's all about, well, two things really. And this is where as a coach, it would be hard to say to a parent, but ultimately it's a parent who has to kind of look inward and be like, what, why do I hold so much weight on my child moving up to the next level right now? And instead of putting the weight on the child to like, you have to move up, ask them a question. Like, what what does that mean if they stay on level three? Well, really, it just means they can perfect their, their abilities. It makes them stronger for when they are ready to move up to the next level. And it's kind of like growing, right? Like, as a child, like, everyone grows at different rates. And just because they are turning the age that, you know, age eligible to be on a level four, maybe they're not physically ready for it. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that their child's a bad athlete. It doesn't mean that they'll never be able to go up to level four. It's just right now. And that's where like conscious living, conscious parenting, conscious coaching goes is like, let's look at the child in front of us right now. Like, what is it that this child needs right now? And maybe it's 
you know, an emphasis on tumbling. And if they're like at a block in their tumbling, well, then let's talk to the child about the block. Are you afraid of something? Um, I know a personal experience. Um, my daughter, she kind of had a block the other week. And it was, you know, we were talking about it. And I said, you know, is there something you're afraid of? And then, yeah, it came out. She said, I just, in my mind, I keep thinking, what if I fall? What if I fall? And so we talked that out. Well, what if you fall? What if you don't fall? And how can you train your mind to, you know, go through the motions? Because really it's just a repetition. It's a pattern, the tumbling, like it becomes an ingrained um, movement. So if you visualize it so much, your body will follow. Um, and so it's those kinds of things. Why isn't my child ready to go to the next level? What, what do we need to look at? And then looking at the child in front of you right then in that moment and giving them what it is that they need. So maybe it is addressing fears. Maybe it is perfecting tumbling. Maybe it's a little more experience in the stunting. Maybe they just need a little bit more time and that's okay. And I think for a coach to be able to talk to a parent about those kinds of situations Parents are very protective of their kids. And a lot of times I feel like if a parent hears like they're not, you know, they're not ready for the next level automatically, a parent thinks, well, is there something wrong with my child? Like, will they ever be ready for it? And so as a coach, really conveying the message like, hey, just because we're, they're not moving up now doesn't mean they'll never move up. And let's take a look at maybe what it is that they're needing to get them and prepare them well so they are ready to move up, you know, maybe next season. And not only just move up, but make sure they're, like, confident about moving up. Because you can push an athlete to keep moving up and going to the next level, but they're going to keep hitting blocks if they're not confident. Right. So then how do we as owners and as coaches approach that with a parent, like you, you coach parents, mm -hmm. that's what you, you, you teach them how to do this. Mm -hmm. So how do we tactfully say you're missing the mark here and you're going to create some problems for your child, which I know is not what you want. Yeah. I think if you can take a parent back to maybe an experience similar, um, a similar experience that, that, that they've had so they can emotionally connect to what's happening. So as far as like, you know, or maybe the coach even sharing a personal experience, like, hey, this time in my life, I could have moved up, but I really needed to hone in on these skills. And I'm so happy I did because when I did, then I was more than prepared to thrive in the next level. And, you know, let's, we'll just say like Susie, let's take a look at like where Susie is and what we can work on to strengthen her, make her more confident so that we build that solid foundation for when she goes up to the next level. Um, and so really just honing in that there's nothing wrong with your child. Um, let's see where they're at and what it is that they're needing to create that solid foundation to make them confident and strong to go into the next level, um, I think is really, really important. Okay. So how would you suggest, um, or do you, would you suggest it would be a value for gyms to spend more time investing in parents learning how to be 
better at their role. Yes, I think that would be huge. Absolutely. And then how would we how would you go about it again without being condescending, uh, without tearing people down? Like from an educational perspective, what are things that would be valuable for gym owners or coaches to be training parents on? And um, you know, is there is there anything out there? Is there any resource like someone like you who can provide training for gyms? Um, you know, and talk to all the parents and, and give them clear perspective. Um, cause I think it's sometimes hard for yes, parents trust their coaches and they trust their owners, but sometimes they're always like, well, are you telling me this to get me to agree with you? Like, you know what I mean? That there's totally. a, there's a question there where sometimes having a third party come in and be like, look, this is the right way to do things. Um, from a parenting, like this is how you can be a better parent for your athlete. Um, could be really valuable. Mm-hmm. Um, so to answer your question, I don't know anything that exists out there like that, but I would absolutely love, you know, if you or guys are interested to start that because I think it's huge. At the end of the day, every parent wants to know how to best support their kid because the end goal is for their kid to thrive in what they're doing, to be continue the passion, to continue the joy, and just really love what they're doing and thrive in the process. And at the root of it, every parent wants to support their child the best that they can. But we're human and we just don't know how. And sometimes our stuff, our expectations and our dreams unconsciously comes up and gets projected onto the child. And so to have these classes at the gym, I think would be so huge and putting it in a way like, Hey, we're a team, right? Cause ultimately the coaches, the parents and the athlete, you're all a team and you all have a different role and to really hone in and share with the parent, like, you know, we're going to have a conscious parent coach come in and show, you know, share how you, the parent, can really um, come alongside us as coaches, how we can be a really great team to create this amazing environment where your kid, your child can thrive, um, have fun, and do what they love and ignite their flame instead of putting their flame out. Yeah. I think that there's like, like just from the owner hat, right? Like mm-hmm. pre tryouts, like how to deal with tryouts and team placements, how to like as a parent, how to manage expectations surrounding choreography, how to handle like competition season, and then how to handle end of season, I think are like the biggest pieces that, that parents need to work on. And then on top of that skill progression, um, and individual, individual progression, individual motivation would all be huge learning gaps. I think we Mm -hmm. have, Mm -hmm. um, and I've always joked, you know, there's no parenting, there's no manual, right? Like Mm -hmm. the baby comes out and it's just like, Hey, here's how to make sure it doesn't die. Uh, and then you just figure it out and you're going off of what your parents did, which is all a byproduct of what their parents did. And, and that trickle down effect, there's really no manual, right? So that creates such a challenge. And then on top of that, there's no manual for how to be a good parent in sports. Mm -hmm. So an interesting gap there. Mm -hmm. How would you suggest switching? I've only got a few more minutes with you because we're on a tight timeline today. So a lot of our listeners, um, they're gym owners or coaches themselves as the vast majority of our listeners. And 
uh, a lot of those gym owners, I would say 75 to 80% of them are mothers, mm-hmm. um, or, or potential future mothers. Um, but a lot of gym owners have kids of their own. And a lot of those kids end up doing cheer. How would you suggest balancing being a conscious parent, being a supportive parent while also being the gym owner with high expectations? Cause you, I, I see us imprint on our daughter all the time of, you know, well, you're the owner's kid, so you have to be better. You have to be on time. You have to have a better attitude because everyone's looking at you to say, oh, well, they'll always dismiss it as, oh, they got it because they're the owner's kid, as opposed to sometimes they have to earn it double um, because we're trying to show that that's not favoritism, right? So mm-hmm. how do you, how do you balance, like, how would you suggest to a, a parent owner to balance coaching their kid, having their kid in their own program? I don't know. It's a big, that's a big question. Sorry. Yeah. But that's so valid because that happens all the time, right? Like even teachers who have kids, right? They, their kids are expected to be perfect students or a pastor's kid is supposed to, you know, expected to be perfect and never mess up. So naturally the expectation is there for a gym owner's kid to, you know, be like this amazing athlete and want to be at the gym all the time and always have like the proper manners and all the things. That's a lot of expectation on a child. And as I know, I just want to honor all the gym owners too, who do have kids in the sport, because for you guys, that's a lot of expectation and pressure on you as well. And I think if you could recognize what the expectations are and the pressure and really like learn to shed them and just see your child as your child and not just your athlete. Like how, if you could like look at your child as you would any other athlete, if they had a bad day at the gym, if they weren't ready to move up to another level, if they, I don't know, had a wobble, how would you treat the other athlete? Treat your child the same way. Right. No, that's good. That's actually, that's the simplest answer to a very complex question. Yeah. So you've been doing conscious parenting for a while now, Mm -hmm. um, and having had the joy of coaching your daughter, it works. Like she is one of those athletes that I enjoy working with because she is mature beyond her years and self-motivated. And I'm sure, of course, some of that is just because she's such, she's the human that she is, but obviously a product of good parenting. Um, are there any, any tips or tricks as we kind of finish up that you think were critical to the success of building such a strong, independent and compassionate young woman? Connection is the number one thing. Um, connection for kids is huge. We mentioned at the beginning, you know, All kids want to feel like they belong somewhere. And if a child really, truly is able to connect with their parent, um, they naturally have this self-motivation. They naturally have like the dedication to something. They naturally, they take their own lead because they always have a safe place to fall on um, and know that if they have a bad day, if they have a crappy practice, they can come to their parent and connect and there will be no judgment 
but they just really create this soft place for them to land and for the parent to validate their feelings and ask them questions like, what do you think you need to do? You know, my child is not perfect. We definitely have our things and she does have bad days at, you know, practice. She, it can be hard on herself. Um, and in those moments, really becoming aware of the environment. So sometimes she gets in the car and I can tell like, okay, maybe it wasn't a great practice. And instead of saying, oh, what happened? What did you do wrong? What could you have done better? Sometimes we just listen to music on the way home. And so really attuning to like what it is that your child needs and them knowing that they can connect with you and have that space when they're ready to process to be able to process with them. And I think as a parent, the best thing that you can do is really recognize your dreams and separate them from theirs Seeing them, you seeing the child in front of you for who it is that they are and what it is that they need in the moment and just really creating that soft space for them to land because the world is hard. <laughs> There's right. so much. And a lot of these a lot of the times these kids go to the gym to escape all the drama at school or what's happening in their real life. Like this is their place where they get to do what they're passionate about and love. And so to answer your question, really creating a place and a solid foundation of connection because when you are able to connect with your kids, they will listen to guidance. I love that. And so I, I just think of the challenge is that like we need to get out of our own way. Like I'm a type mm -hmm. A, I'm a mm -hmm. major type A Same. and I know you are too. <laughs> so I can imagine that that is really hard to just mm -hmm. turn on music and not try to fix it and not try to address it and, like, I imagine that takes a lot of self-control, uh, mm -hmm. in those moments, those moments. So, yeah. And you touched on a huge word, fixing it. I think a lot of the times parents just want to fix it. So they want to fix it and, you know, make their child move up to the next level because they think their child will feel better if they go to the next level or, you know, fix their feelings or fix their bad day. And those are the things that shape our kids. It's okay if they have a bad day. It's okay if they don't go to the next level. What can they learn? And instead of asking ourselves, how can I fix it? I think we as parents from coaches can ask ourselves, how can I be there for them and help them grow in this situation so that they can move forward in a healthy way? I love that. So this has been absolutely amazing and I wish I hadn't scheduled things so tight. So I'm just going to have to have you back on probably for another Perfect. episode. Um, so for people looking to listen, because I know you have your own podcast and you have some of your own resources. So what is, what's your website and how would people listen to you if they want to learn more about becoming a conscious parent? Awesome. So you can go to my website. It's ashleycon.co. That's A-S-H-L-E-Y-K-A-H-N.co. Um, and on there, you can find all the links to like my podcast and YouTube and Instagram. Okay. And we'll make sure to post a link to the website as well. Um, so thank you so much for joining us. It has been absolutely amazing. Um, the time went by way too fast. We probably could have gone for another 30 minutes, no problem. Um, but I truly, truly appreciate it. And with that, everyone, we'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Next Generation Gym Owners People and Profits podcast. If you would like to be featured on our podcast, click